Welcome back to Successful Style, everyone. I'm Rob Giardinelli. Hi, I'm Lance Avery Morgan. And we're here with... Carolyn Farr. The Carolyn Farr. One and only Carolyn Farr. So before we we took our break, um, we were talking a little bit about, um, you know, fundraising, especially with the age crisis um, back in the 80s. One gift that you really have, and um, you talked a little bit about some of the other people you've been able to convince to give their time, you know, free of, you know, on their own courtesy, let's just say for lack of a better term. Can you share a tidbit or a secret as to for somebody who may have a little bit of difficulty with that as to how to successfully ask somebody to kind of donate their time? Well, I think you have to bond them to the cause. They have to become passionate about it because none of us have enough time. And I think if you take them to a site, they meet someone like a child that um, has uh, that's on the spectrum, you know, uh, you right. know a group like mm-hmm. that. I actually read, <laughs> I go in sort of blindly sometimes, but I sat in front of a, a group of friends at a birthday party. All the children were on the spectrum, and I, and I was wondering when I would ask questions. I had one little boy in the audience who continually asked me questions <laughs> about Lucas Comes to America. Oh, your oh. book that you wrote. Yes, but it was great. We all sat on the floor, and we were at the St. Regis. And, you know, these children touch your heart. And that's autism or no autism as an organization or the non-parel or organization. There's hope for them because before it was a hidden situation, a hidden uh, disease. It's a disease, and it's not curable, but it is something that can be changed, and the outcome for these families can be changed. So I, I think you have to introduce them to what it, what it is, and let them, like when I did uh, Reggie Bibbs with neurofibromatosis, I had never met anyone with neurofibromatosis, and before I could take on the project, I went to MD Anderson Cancer Hospital, and there is an M, uh, there is a NF clinic there, uh, it, adults and pediatric. And I met him, and he almost looks like the Elephant Man. He's one of the most the bravest people I've ever met. And I put Reggie, who has one type of NF, and this beautiful angel mm-hmm. who has another, on a runway at a covered runway for the first time. You were asking me about first yes. at uh, the uh, Galleria, and they covered it, and they were all modeling in this fashion show, and it was fantastic. And re- I didn't know if people would understand Reggie, but they did. There's compassion and kindness in people's hearts, and the waiters and waitresses from Chili's, which was in the Galleria, I guess. It's still there. Uh, did the service, and one of the hotels did the food, and it was a magnificent time. Remember that piano player? Um, I can't think of his name right now. He's uh, <laughs> hmm. uh, wears colorful things. And Liberace. Liberace. Yeah, kind of in that Elton essence. John. Kind of in the essence okay. of Elton John and Liberace. <laughs> Marshall. Marshall something. I don't know if I know. Forgive Marshall. me, Marshall, if, if you're Marshall. listening. Marshall, we apologize that we can't think of you off the top of our heads. Well, you know, based on what you said, that's giving a face to the cause, right? It's it's helping people have exposure that they wouldn't have had otherwise. I think that's really important that you were able to offer that. Thank you. And actually, I reunited Reggie with his uh, elementary school teacher. But can you imagine a young African-American boy covered in spots mm-hmm. because uh, they're, they 
they grow and that you you have to take get rid of them and they come back th- that uh, that was united with his teacher who showed him love and compassion when he was uh, in in elementary school and he's still doing things yeah that's that's so amazing great. well and i love that the children responded to your book too which i'd love to talk touch upon you wrote lucas comes to america you've written the fine art of fundraising you've written written having a ball mm-hmm. i understand there's another book in the works about you from fenwick publishing which is coming out which i think that's gonna be a lot of fun for your friends and fans to get to know you even more it's a memoir i don't know how it's gonna turn out i can't <laughs> write my own <laughs> memoir well you're still writing it that's the cool part meaning you're still living what you would write about yes who knows what I'll do before the book gets out. Exactly. <laughs> and then I'm thinking about, I owe Maxie a book. That's right. Along came your Maxie. Other, your other dog. Your other beautiful the partner son. in life. He's the son, son of Lucas. Yes. yes. That's right. Yeah, which is a lot of fun. So in writing those books and in sharing sort of the your insider tips, can you give us one of your top insider tips of how to successfully have an incredible event that's memorable and also raises money? Well, as Harry Truman said, the buck stops here. So you have to be you have to be in it fully committed and make sure that every detail, no matter how small, is is met with perfection. Mm-hmm. If you get flowers donated, which I've been very fortunate to do from uh, HEB mm-hmm. and uh, Kroger, I go over there and work with the stylist, and the and the we we create the flowers they're donating. Right. So that's tied in to the overall decor. Mm-hmm. And the key is not to spend a lot of money, but mm-hmm. to you're raising money. Right. And um, I try to take I have a volunteer orientation because they need to know what they're doing because they can do the best for the nonprofit that evening mm-hmm. and really shine and for mm-hmm. the people that have donated many many items right right i go to the printers <laughs> try to get the paper underwritten so being hands on yeah leaving nothing i love to how you edit me it's so good <laughs> well, <laughs> i mean well, he cuts to the chase and yes, i just does. love it very good you way. for 15 years uh, both on on and the page you, and please and beyond, do you of do course. No. well but i think that hands-on approach speaks to your passion because it's not only the brand of the organization who's being who's raising funds but it's also the hebs the krogers of the world and it's your brand too right you want it to be beautiful and perfect and special and memorable so that god is in the details sort of point of view is something i think a lot of our listeners resonate with and you're a steward also i feel like a steward for the funds for the for the mm-hmm. donations to make sure they really are handled properly right well and it's important that you know t- touching to what carolyn said earlier about the you know paying attention to all all the fine details i remember one time we left an event and i can't remember when it was it was maybe four or five years ago and my seat in my car was like all the way back and i've got a 28 inch inseam leg i got <laughs> really short legs so on the you know after i adjusted it i you know i pulled it up and on the way home lance was telling me about how you specifically make sure that if anyone is handling an owner's car, they do not move the seat because that is the last impression they will have is, you know, adjusting your seat and just making sure that, you know, they're as comfortable leaving as they were when they came in. It's true. No one likes anyone to, to reorganize their seat. Mm-hmm. And uh, and mm-hmm. they like to get their cars in a timely fashion. 
and they don't want their radio stations changed, right. the temperature, all of that stuff. That's true. That's a good point. But it's a part of that. That truly is the final detail, right, after or really after an event that goes home with that person. So I think that's very astute for you to, and I think you've gotten in a few cars in your time where the seat <laughs> was changed and the radio was blasting and it was too cold or too hot or, or whatever. You know, it's, it's just respect that right. you have for people. Mm -hmm. I think that's really, I, I timed um, a, a move, a run for, to get your car at the uh, Galleria going to the Menil collection for something that honored Robert Rauschenberg. It mm. was the opening of Barney's. Another fellow Texan. Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. And uh, they stayed true to it. Mm -hmm. And uh, you, you, people like, because they had to go to another venue and park in front of the Menil and have that Zydeco music and see Rauschenberg dancing and uh, great Zydeco food. And good times, yeah. right. Good that's, times. That's so <laughs> him. And so you, you, you've been pals with Rauschenberg. You've collected him. You've collected a lot of great artists, both um, prolifically famous, and, and you've discovered a lot of folks. Tell us about your the passion that you have for art and the arts, if you don't mind. Well, I'm pretty artsy myself. I absolutely love it. Um, someone once asked me what would happen when I owned the Frida Kahlo, which I, my, my, the wounded deer, if something happened, I said I'd grab Frida and run, and run out of the house. <laughs> right. Forget the passport. <laughs> yeah, forget all the important papers. Go. And, you know, on that note, I'll never forget walking into the Tate Gallery, to the Tate London, and seeing it there on display when I was there. And it was just such a great, well, of course, Carolyn donated this I to this I was there exhibit. for the opening. I know. I just miss you. Remember? And she, yeah. yeah. Well, it wasn't that heroic. And, yeah. and I've donated to lots of other museums. I just sent the Henriette Wyeth to the James Mishner Museum. And it was Which we're going to we're see. We're going to go up to that, yeah. actually, this Christmas. Oh, well, let me you show you. come with us? Maybe, maybe <laughs> we've I traveled would. together. We're, we've we, traveled we're well together. Yeah, there's not a cat. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but it no, it's it, it. I was so honored, and it, I wanted to do it for Henriette, and she was married to Peter Hurd, and they had uh, an exhibition for both of them there that was a retrospective, and it got wonderful reviews. That's right. So I think your piece was part of that. Yes, I mean, it, it was, yes, it it was, was. the anchor. It was really one of the, oh, really well. the crown jewel. I in had never loaned it, and it's I scary know. to loan now. Yes, it is. Right. And it's too big for me to carry. Right, <laughs> right. That's true. Whereas Frida was small. and She had her own seat every time I, I hand-carried her right, 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 right. to all these uh, places. Because once yeah. I saw someone that was supposed to take it to a museum, and I was walking behind this man, and he's dragging my painting, uh, you know, on a carrier. Oh, and no. I, I said, no, you no. can't do that. Mm -mm. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, details. Yeah. Right? It's all about the details. Precisely. Precisely. So you've... you've, you've Frida, I've loaned. You've loaned Frida. I've had tours here for young people. Mm -hmm. um, I'd, I'd love to have this home of mine someday be able to be... Uh, sort of for a development of a non-profit organization, primarily a museum, but there's so many rules that you kind of wonder. I love that idea, wonder. though. I yeah. That's, that's what I would really like to have happen. I'm loaning something to the Blaylock Museum. Oh, okay. It's a, a neon piece Ooh, by fun. a young artist from San Antonio. It says, Make tacos, not war. Oh, that's ah. fun. That should be everyone's guide to life That really days, should right? be. Well, I think, and I, you have literally... Uh, it's it's a feast for the eyes, all of the beautiful pieces that you own. I think one of my favorites is your Carolyn and Marilyn piece. 
the Carolyn and Marilyn. In your screening room. Which ah. is oh I'd yes love to yes the Alex <laughs> have Cal. you already forgotten about yeah. it oh no okay. dear I've never called it that it's Carolyn with miniature Marilyns okay. and it's by that wonderful artist Alex Cal and um, it it it's next to a I have to tell you <laughs> yeah but tell take us there uh, next I, to I, next I to Mick Jagger yeah. Mick Jagger and Keith Richards that's right so yes. people don't understand that it's miniature versions of you that make up a large image of Marilyn Monroe. No, I'm the image. You're the image. David Wood. Carolyn oh and Mitter. Text, text, that's how much text. I love it is because it's taking on a whole new life. Yeah. Well, you're changing things. I like <laughs> it. Changing that the was narrative. Texas Women, David Wu's book. That's right. That's the portrait getting yeah. out of my vintage car, which has come back to me. Yes, Did you it know has. that? Well, we saw it at your birthday party. Oh, right. I loved it. That was so much fun. Well, and yeah. speaking of Frida Kahlo, so what is your, what, what about her really resonates with you? Her spirit. Her, 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 the, her beliefs, uh, her, her, her individuality. Uh, I thought she was amazing. I, I love Diego. He was a rascal, and I love Maria Esquierdo, uh, who was painted at the same time in Mexico City. And uh, Diego gave her a lot of wisdom. I have a portrait of Kathy by her, and I love Javier Marin, who uh, is Fem Suspende. When it arrived from Mexico, people thought it was a body. <laughs> That's right. Oh. And, it, and it's suspended. Yes, it is. From the ceiling. Absolutely. In my dressing room. It's in your dressing room. I remember, I remember when it was over your bathtub. It was. And you have a great memory. I have a great memory Things for your Things move art. in this That's house, right. Lance. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I come here, there is a rotation of some sort. Absolutely. That's exactly right. Yeah. So so why, okay, Algebra Metayer? We have yes. him in company, Julie Speed. I mean, it's a laundry list of well, people Julie, you've supported. Well, Julie, I bought out of the trunk of a car when I was chairing the ballet ball. I didn't know that. No, I did. And her agent was a woman named Diane David, who it no longer is with us. Okay. And I, I love it. She's in Marfa now, and I'm a big fan of Julie's and Franny Christiana, her husband, who was a member of the, hmm, what rock group? One of the rock groups. One of them, yeah. The Texas Thunderbirds. That's right. Ooh. That's right. Are they the Texas? Fabulous Thunderbirds. Fabulous. Yes, you got of it. course. Yes. Legendary. And then Franny's nose profile was uh, inspiration for a lot of the Julie's work. That's right. I forgot She's about that. She's an incredible artist. Yes, very talented. So what is it about, is it the personalities as well as the outcome of their art that attracts you? No, it's uh, you never know what it's going to be. I never knew what Frida was going to be because she right. wasn't that well known when I bought the work. But it was destiny that I that I got that painting. And it's one of the most uh, sought the after paintings. It's of in a collection, and it'll that supposedly, did. if they honor their contract, it'll mm -hmm. never be sold again. Right. I'm not supposed to tell you who it is. Okay. But I uh, tell anybody, not you. Right. I've let it out uh, <laughs> on occasion, but she uh, lives in Chicago. I think our, all uh, I will I think say. our listeners know that I'm going to find out after the after we click well, off on this. Well, I think um, the first question is, <laughs> and I'm not even going to go there with what the first question is, but Chicago, there might be a few of our listeners that may have a question or two about it. Yeah, we love Chicago. Be. It's a great, exactly. great city. A great yeah. art city. It, it's amazing. And they have a wonderful society there, um, the Wedgwood really? Society, mm -hmm. and I was one of their illustrious moderns. 
Oh, that's right. Oh. That's what a great honor. It was a great honor, and uh, the casino club is where they had the dinner and the reception. How lovely! Uh, annually, and it was uh, very interesting history yeah. there. Yeah, with with speaking of large markets like Chicago and Houston, what is it about the energy of Houston that has attracted all of these world class museums? The finest performing arts companies. What do you think energetically that's about? Well, I think people are given an opportunity here. There's a certain enthusiasm, a welcoming. My friend Robin Leach, I asked him why he liked the late, wonderful Robin Leach, right. why he liked Las Vegas. He said, if you ask someone for $10 million, they'll make it $20 million. And he loved that spirit. He was mm -hmm. he's lived all he had lived all over the world and he was very, very happy there. Right. So I think we have that same kind of pioneering, um, welcoming uh There's a wild, wild west. There's a large S. Yes. Don't and you think? visionaries, don't and you? Visionaries, think? yes. I mean so many things have started yes. in Houston that oh by the way just happens to be in Texas, which is part of the Texas spirit. Mm -hmm. Right? So, which is really exciting. Yes, it is. So, um, Carolyn, we, we, you had mentioned, we had touched upon this at a high level a little bit earlier. Who are, if you were to host the perfect dinner party with, well. with five people from history, who might those be? And I love how prepared you are because no detail goes unseen uh, and that Carolyn has Carolyn a list. Carolyn Farb's concerned. She, well, she has a list. And I love that about her that well. she was, is so thoughtful and thought about who those people would be besides us at the dinner party. <laughs> who would it be? I think <laughs> it's... Well, I I'd, I'd have Marilyn Monroe. Why? Uh, because she is an icon of the truest sense. She was a vulnerable woman. And um, I think she represented an era where women were somewhat misrepresented and, and t intimidated by the studio system. And uh, I, I respected her. Awesome. Fantastic. And I can't tell you the same about all of these. Sir Roger Moore, who Aww. I worked uh, And you've had a dinner party, many dinner yes, parties with I him. Yes, I did. And I had a, and he picked me up once at, uh, in uh, France. And uh, the, he, as he was driving down to the door, they said, Bond is coming. Bond is coming. <laughs> and he was in some tiny car, he and Lady Christina. And we went to their favorite restaurant. They've been in my home. He was a great uh, supporter of UNICEF uh, and an ambassador, you know, in Europe and all over. And I went to Hollywood when he got his foot print in the wherever you get in Grom's the theater. Oh yeah, yeah, the Grom's Chinese theater. theater. Yeah, yeah, theater. yeah. yeah legendary. And the dinner after. What a suave. Uh, what a suave. The world misses him terribly. Yes. No, it's such an elegant, kind yeah. man. Mm -hmm. Very much. I so. adored him was really hard to try to order flowers since I don't speak French mm. to send to his funeral. I don't know if they ever got there. <laughs> I hope they were as magnificent as I wanted them I to be. I hope so, yeah. And in fact, Lucas came to me because Sir Roger helped me through uh, his assistant uh, to, to reach out to someone to get a Lucas Terrier. And it, Lucas came from Manchester, England. Oh, wow. And he was ha picked up by a friend of mine who I made a, a bet with and that I reneged on and, <laughs> take and brought to Texas. And wow. Who else do I adore? Well, Sir Winston Churchill. I, 
I don't know if anyone has mentioned him, but he his words... Not as often as they should. Yeah. You're friends with his great-grandson, yes. Jonathan Sandus, yes. who's a wonderful fellow. Yes, Jonathan Sands, who lives here in Houston, and my friend John Danielson, and your friend who mm-hmm. has is connected to him. But his words of wisdom inspired nations, and we need people like that speaking in the world today. Joan of Arc. Interesting. And my great friend, uh, Vladimir Gorsky, there's a mural at the Museum of Biblical Art in Dallas. And guess who's John Dark? Whom? You are. (laughs) I love that. What a great inspiration. You didn't know that. I had no idea you didn't reveal that. And Helen Keller, because she uh, overcame and survived and surpassed. Yeah, so much. That's Absolutely. Yeah. So all the little people in history yes. is who you'd like to dine with. Yeah. <laughs> all those, all those people have just made kind of a little. Dip. So have you seen any of the recent um, remakes of Winston Churchill, um, whether it be the Darkest Hour or uh, Oh, the Darkest Hour? What a, what a movie! Oh, I- incredible! Well done, and what John, a man! Yeah, mm-hmm. and John Lithgow's performance in The Crown. Did, have you seen that on Netflix? I don't know if I've seen The Crown. It's it, it, Start worth today. your time. That's what I, I recommend. Worth your time. It'll change your life. It's so chic. It's so you. You will be, you will dive into that world of English history and never want to leave. It's so civilized. That's what I love about London. The the way that they haven't lost their protocol and their fine manners and uh, their way of life. That's true. An inspiration for us all, like you are. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we've got some more fun questions if you have a moment. Oh, I could talk to you all day. I know. Well, we just may. So, (laughs) all right, so here's a fun question I came up with, and that is what skill haven't you included on your resume that makes you unique? You have so many. Am I irreverent? Am I fearless? Am I daring? I think I am. Okay. And I always think that it's, if, if I think that I can do it, even if it's, pretty impossible right well don't you think that's a big percentage of achieving something is having that confidence and thinking you can do it and nothing's going to stop but you? it's not in a bragging way no, no, it's no, no, just not at all. it's like i'm trying to fulfill my destiny my uh my goals mm-hmm. and 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 if it's Im- i try to find a, a fix if it's not um you know if it, there are a lot of challenges and to make it come come about the right way well mm-hmm. and without that fearlessness there wouldn't be million dollar gallus throughout the I was state of say texas it never that's would have even it, it wouldn't have even started if carolyn farb was not fearless so that's so thank you for being fearless well you're, you're so wonderful there's this uh, <laughs> ted um the, the business college at the university of houston when i was working on the opera ball i mean i would get phone calls well i'll give you seventy five thousand. Well, I'll give you a hundred thousand. I mean, I almost had a wreck. Yes, please. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, Ted please. Bauer. Ted Bauer <laughs> supported. Uh, he was such a, a an elegant gentleman. When I was, uh, I knew him a long time ago, and uh, there aren't many people like that. But they have to have faith in what you're doing. Absolutely. And uh, whether it was the University of Houston or the opera, which was his passion, uh, he was such an elegant man. Isn't that awesome? All right, so we s- we've spoken about different galas, and I, I know a little secret about you, and that is that most people may not realize that you enjoy a good costume party. <laughs> you love dressing up for a costume party. What was the last costume you wore? 
Well, Marilyn is always safe. Okay, Marilyn Monroe. Yes, Carolyn and, and I Marilyn. take Joe DiMaggio along with me. Okay, good. Oh, that's fun. I love that. That's a great idea. You know. Yeah. If, so if has Lance ever? Has Lance ever? I've never been a Joe DiMaggio. Have you ever? Have you ever been no. asked? No. My friend Bob ha- loves to dress up. In well, a Bob's great. Yes. Yeah, and a gr- uh, he likes to do the Joe routine. I can see that. He's running for council. That's right. I hope he wins. I think he may. Good. Here's hoping. He's a nice fellow. Twenty years with the city. He just had his anniversary. He's got the experience. Yeah. Right. That's incredible. Well, he knows the inner workings, which a lot of people in government don't know how the government works. So how can they lead, right? We've seen that. True. I like our mayor a lot. Yes. He's he's really great. Um, and he did made Blue Cure, um, uh, gave him a proclamation and uh, so forth. Mm-hmm. We had the bad weather, but <laughs> all the Harveys of the world go away. I know. Isn't that the truth? Agreed. Again, the unsinkable Carolyn Yes, <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't stop you. And then who are some of the folks that you, let's get, we can go back to your personal style, which is prolific and robust and always evolving. Who are some of the designers, <coughs> excuse me, in addition to who we spoke with, that you would like to see come back, right? So who's someone you'd like to wear again with a fresh incarnation that just you really enjoyed? Well, I love Galano's. Mm-hmm. As we speak, I have on. I love petticoats, and I have on a Zandra Rhodes petticoat. That's probably twenty years, vintage. Um, I, I love her things. Yeah, it's it like art. And, sh- and Texans love her too. Oh, she's she's great for the opera, mm-hmm. the, the productions, drama, Class. high drama. Mary McFadden. Mary oh, McFadden. Mary McFadden. <laughs> have complete <have laughs> will travel, <laughs> right? And I love uh, Morgan Le Fay, the dress I'm wearing mm-hmm. by Liliana Casabelle. Mm-hmm. I've worn it for years. And I love this uh, designer. I don't know who is the designer for Johnny Was, but uh, I love his things or her things. So avant-garde would be the undercurrent of your style. I would say so. And I love hats, fur-trimmed hats. Furs, straws. You know, uh, what, uh, Panamas. One of my favorite photos Panamas. Is you wearing a fur trim hat, and I have a T-shirt on with a Anna Wintour skull and crossbone head on, on, and actually I was wearing it with this coat, believe it or not. So, it full circle moment here. Isn't that something? Well, I I, I stay in my my realm, you know. Well, this has been so much fun. It is, and I I want to end with one question, and that is what what do you want the legacy of Carolyn Farb to be? Because you have really there's there's a breadth and a wealth of things that you have done to really improve the world. Well, that's a big question. I would say that she cared. She was a purposeful woman. She was kind and uh, and had a golden heart. And she is we because that's what <laughs> I mean, you you represent what I think most people would want their legacy to be that probably will not reach it at the level that you have, so it inspires. And I've lived up to it. It inspires. It really does. Haven't we had fun? Yes, we have. And there's much more fun ahead. And it it ain't over yet, as I say (laughs) in show business. We've we've had some great uh, moments where we've attended things. Yes, we uh, have. We've hosted things together. Like at the museum in Austin. That's right. uh, We went to that airport. That's right. That's right. We did the Jane Barnes party. Oh, Jane Barnes, right here. We did uh, with your pals, the astronauts, right? Right. Recently. So the, the fun never stops when Carolyn Farb is around, whether she is on stage compelling people to donate 
or you are behind the scenes or a guest, an honored guest. It, it never stops. Well, thank you, Lance. <laughs> and this was so much fun. And we hope that you'll you'll join us again because we Will really come back? enjoyed every second of Of course. This. I'd love to. Open invitation. Well, we're going to talk about your book when it comes out, which is going to be fun. I, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll well have to see. We'll see. Well, and on that note, everybody, thank you. Thank you for joining us today on Success with Style. And thank you to Carolyn Farb. And remember that style starts with a unique point of view. And Carolyn, you live up to that every second of the day. Well, thank you, Lance. And thank you, Rob, for <laughs> joining you. me here. And thank you, Carolyn. And have a great day, everybody. Take care. Bye, y'all.